Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of uh, Pre-Match Muti. What is that? What is that? Don't do that again. Please, never do that again. It's embarrassing, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, gents, as you can see, we've got the the non-believers in the panel today. We've got Selololo Kale, Nick Stothard, and of course, the ever-pleasant and tolerant Wonga Denga, because he said nothing about my singing. Thank you, Wonga. And to you two, <laughs> not so thank you. How's it going, Jim? <laughs> oh, we're all good. We're all good, man. Yourself, man. You know, I'm back. I'm back. Missed Tuesday's show. You know, got some 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 beers. You know, the usual. Guys, before we continue. I don't miss a Thursday show. You know that. Yeah, so, so on that note, Selo's got a 100% attendance record for pre-match muti. But there's also another special special thing to mention tonight. And tonight, guys, is... Nick's 50th appearance, my man. Oh, Nick. Well done, Good Nick. Evening. Well done. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you to all my friends. Thank you to all my friends. <laughs> Do you want oh, to say man. anything? You can say something. No. Yeah? Oh, it's been a pleasure. I mean, you guys have to listen to me bitch and moan about a poor team that I support, but I love it anyway. So... You guys have to endure it for another season at least. And um, yeah, already one of my teams is out of the Euros. So I think we obviously synced Newcastle and Scotland uh, like for like. Um, so yeah, uh, it's, good to be, it's good to be the very average um, panel member on this group, which is very good. <laughs> Look, you, you say that, but I mean, if we're looking at guys who have teams here, You've got three out of your four teams have made it through. The rest of us, we've only got two teams left. Selo's yeah, got Belgium and Italy. No, I've got Portugal and Sweden. Musa's got four out of four, man. I don't know how. Yeah, he's got yeah, four but, out of four. But I'm talking about the guys here tonight. Oh, but okay, to be, okay. But to be fair, to be fair, I do want uh, England to do the do the job against Germany. So I'm hoping it goes to two soon. And I'm sure Czech Republic will go out as well. Mm. I mean, who, who, who will you be left with? I'll be left with uh, ooh, Denmark. Okay, okay, cool. Let's let's hope Denmark does the job against Wales then. Oof, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. You don't think so? Yeah, they should. Um, Ericsson, man, what Ericsson, the spirit of Ericsson to go as far as possible. But it will be very cool to <laughs> see all the pan- <laughs> Yeah, you want to see the the bands from Gareth uh, all the way through to the final <laughs> at least. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough, fair enough. Uh, guys, Selo, uh, you wanted to talk about this. We might as well kick it off. Uh, UEFA changing the way goals rule for next season. Yeah, just quickly, man. I think uh, before we get touch into the Euros, like, what's up, what's up with that? You know, I, I don't understand why we're changing things in football where it, you know, I think we were, there was nothing wrong with the way goals rule. You know, I think, mm. um, and away goals rule, you know, it, it 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 allows the game, um, you know, to be to be played in a in a, in a competitive manner, um, and you know, and people say that no, people uh, play defensively and so on away from home and all of that, and they only come out and play at home, but they're still going to do the same thing. They're going to play away from home and, and and save the they save themselves for the for, for for their home game, you know, where they're playing in front of their fans. So it just it just means that you're just taking away that benefit of of the away goal. But I believe that it's something that that was exciting to football. Um, it rewards teams for actually scoring a goal away from home. You score one goal away from home, yeah. you need to match my one away away goal, or you need to 
score two if it ends up in a draw. And then you, you've scored two away goals as opposed to my away goal. So at least it rewards those teams who actually try and score a goal away from away from home. But they'll say something, saying something about um, fields and technology and VAR and um, and they're just trying to make up excuses, man. I think UEFA's out of uh, ideas. Like a couple of years back, obviously they took away uh, the golden goal rule um, in, in, the, uh, in the European Championships. Um, man, leave the away goal, man. I, I don't know what you guys, what, what, what the rest of you guys think. Yeah, it kind of kills me um, because I I actually use the, the away goal rule in my small-sided games at training. Um, I actually give the guys <laughs> teams, and especially when it's Champions League sort of uh, periods, uh, especially the knockout periods. You know, it's such a cool way to to get players to, to sort of change their style of play and, and put the onus on them, uh, especially in training. So, you know, you lose in 1-0, um, you know, the team – has got an away goal. They just need, you know, um, a, a draw at home. You know, then you see the boys sort of expressing themselves in a different way, whereas the other team would probably sit in. So it sort of draws on the certain uh, characteristics that you need from players. You know, being adaptable and and that. But from besides the coaching point of 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 it, um, I find it very exciting. Uh, you scored more away goals um, and you could potentially go through. You can potentially lose the game on the night and still go through because of a go- away goal. So I liked it because it was that sense of excitement. I saw, Silo, you had mentioned the, the golden goal rule. I think it was actually only in the World Cup. Um, okay. I don't think it was in the Euros. but It was in the uh, Euros, uh, the golden goal at some point. I think 2000 or before. Oh, so but then it was, was that bad. period. It was that I'm, period then, 1998 to, to 2000. I think it, it, it didn't last long. It didn't last long. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's uh, so that was exciting for, for obvious reasons. But there's no uh, away rules, away goal rule now. So there's no different element. It's just an aggregate score, really, now. So that's true. a little bit sad, I'd say. It sucks, yeah, man. It, and, and, you know, someone was even saying that. When was the last time you found a match that went to penalties um, in Champions League, guys? It never goes to Champions, it never goes to penalties when there's two legs, and it doesn't go to uh, it doesn't go to penalties um, because of the fact that that away goal rule is there. You know, seldom yeah. it goes to it goes to um, extra time. So the matches always end at 90 minutes. So you're saving the legs, but now it's going to be one one there, zero zero there. And you're now you're going to go to extra time. Whereas the the team that scored the away goal would have went through because they at least scored the... It would have been 1-1. But now the games are going to be prolonged and oh man, it's rubbish, man. But I think you're hitting the nail on the head there, Silo. I think that's exactly why they want it. When last in the Champions League game or knockout stages did, do we see penalties? And they want to extend the hours that people are watching football for broadcast reasons. That, it's just another yeah. money-making ploy in the my money, mind. It's, really, it's, yeah. a, it's a lot of shit. When, you, when you're thinking about... all the If, if I'm taking my... Champions League experience viewing as a fan, a Liverpool fan in particular, the nights that we've had because of the away goals and all the rest of it. I mean, you, you're completely erasing that from the tournament, which is bizarre. Yeah. And also, if people are going to be changing rules, why don't they just change the rule where players get booked for taking off their tops? Because that's a ridiculous rule um, after they've celebrated. So yeah, why are true. they changing so, that? Why are they so, focusing so, on the things that are working? So Dia can have some eye candy, you know what I mean? Exactly, exactly for that. I don't know, Dia, did Dia see Ronaldo take off his shirt the other day? Did she? Just let us know. But um, Super Brew, Pums, you're right. Super Brew is uh, heating up. Also, Celo's been, loud. So Celo's been getting loud with his predictions there. 
Hey man, I have to, man, I have to get loud with you, Claudia, because you said, you said that Spain will not win. I told you that Spain are gonna win. I couldn't, I can't believe that you said Spain are not gonna win. Bro, how was I meant to know that Dubrovko was gonna play volleyball in his own net against Spain? He literally spiked that thing in there. Come but on, regardless, but regardless, uh, but regardless of that, guys. Regardless of that, though, they would have lost. They would have got smashed anyway. Uh, don't um, come after oh, your Newcastle man. Ah, Nick, literally. Come yeah, on, no, he changed the complexion. He put them under some serious. But their heads dropped after that. They're like, "Yo, if, I, if our main man is doing that, then I don't know." Yeah, yeah. but I mean, if they're losing five <laughs> 0 you can't blame all of it on the keeper. But I do understand where you're coming from. I think I backed Slovakia as well because of just the position they were in. They literally had a had a spot booked. They just had to go and put a performance out and. You know, even yeah. play for a draw. Um, so it was very, it was very, um, when I saw the score, I was like, sure. And then I saw the highlights. It was a disaster for them. Yeah. Uh, Wonga, you've been very quiet. Uh, before we start diving into the round of 16 and the fixtures and how they've been played out, what is your overall thoughts so far with regards to Ronaldo's performance in the tournament and in general things, life with Euro 2020? Ah, look, I mean, I think, like, again, I think Ronaldo, and I don't, and I don't only say him, for me, Ronaldo, Zlatan, and there's probably a couple of players, Lewandowski, I think they've pretty much proven to everyone that uh, that this notion of people are just done, like this age thing is, when he's 30, he's done. I think now that these guys are proving, you know what, everyone's different, you know, and I think it's up to, it's up to the player themselves to obviously uh prolong his career um and that's why someone like um that's why i can't i couldn't understand why someone like uh genie van helden um or whatever reason it was uh, can't get an extension at liverpool you know i can't mean can't get the money they can't give him the money could, liverpool liverpool is a family club family clubs are tight on the budget they don't take I out think, you know, they don't take they don't take out the money yeah i see but you know things, things like that. Yeah. I mean, uh, and also, but it's also uh, pretty, pretty much also they're not willing to spend that 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 amount on a on on someone his age. And and people will say they age, they age. But again, those guys have um, they've proved it. I mean, even yesterday with Ronaldo, I, I was chuckling with my cousin because um, he stepped up for that penalty, and I was like, these guys are probably just disappointed because they know this is just gonna go in the back of the net. Like, there's nothing <laughs> they can do about it. It's it's gonna yeah. be a goal, you know. And, yes. and and that's that's the kind and and you know everyone calls him Penaldo, um, but you've got to put him in the back of the net, and he does it time and time again. You know, it's it's and that's the difficult thing to do. Um, so I, I think big ups to him. I'm obviously doing well. Thirty six, they're through to the next round again. Third, not the best third now, but um, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's one of the things I want to comment on, guys. He's now officially what it's fourteen goals to his name for the all time Euro. Goal scorer list, obviously 109 goals in international football, equaling the the other lad, Ali. So he, he's really up there in terms of goal scoring. But one thing I want to comment in terms of the Euro 2020 in particular, when we're looking at Portugal and history and all the players we've had, your Luis Figos, your Roy Costas, for a player like Ronaldo to do what he's done and have the amount of appearances is also testament to the sides he's played in because this is yeah. like the amount of games he's been able to play. So again, he's scoring goals, which is fantastic, but it also shows you that he's come through at the right time. He's also been able to influence the players around him in the best way to get the most out of him, to keep pushing on in the tournament. So credit for that. But apart from that, gents, it's time. We're going to talk about the Euro 16 fixtures or the draw. And the first game we're going to talk about and look into is the Wales-Denmark game. Nick, your team 
And obviously, Moss is not here tonight, but he's other team. Uh, how are we going to unpack this? What do we think? This is the kind of sides of the draw when we're looking at the route to the final. Selors shared with the group. Well, how do you think this is going to play out? Yeah, I, I, it's, it's a tough one to say. I think both teams would be happy with the draw. I think, uh, you know, especially with Denmark's start, um, you know, obviously very unfortunate circumstances, but also eventually getting through with just the one win. But to end up playing it, uh, Wales is, is, is not a bad shot for them. Um, I think both teams will probably fancy themselves against teams that are probably at the same level. Um, I think the quality of both teams um, are pretty limited in comparison to, you know, probably the biggest sides in the tournament, but that will obviously spur them on because they both potentially could be dark horses moving forward uh, in the tournament. But mm-hmm. I think with the spirit of the whole Ericsson situation, you know, you would maybe say Denmark have the upper hand, um, you know, they would, I mean, they've got something to play for, let alone a country they've got a teammate to play for uh, who will be rooting for them. Um, but I'm interested to see what sort of um, performance the likes of your Ramses, uh, your Full Rodens, your, uh, I think it's Full Roden. Um, yeah, and Joe Roden, uh, not Full Roden. And, um, and obviously Bale put on. Um, because I think if they can get their best players playing well, I think it might be quite a tough assignment for Denmark. But I mean, just looking at Denmark's um, form coming into the tournament, it, it is pretty good. You know, they qualified uh, relatively well. Um, and, and they've had quite a strong team for the last couple of years. So it will be interesting. I think, um, you know, getting through this game uh, will be an achievement. To get to the last eight of the Euros, you know, they, they, they would take it. And I think, you know, they are on the easier side of the draw. You've got an inconsistent England. You've got a Germany that's, that um, is inconsistent themselves. You've got a Netherlands who concedes goals. So yeah. that side of the draw is very open. And I think that's how Wales found themselves in the last eight, the um, uh, last four, the last tournament. So yeah, I think both teams see this as not a free pass, but, you know, can we get through this game? Um, and, and I, I think uh, I think it's a 50-50 contest. This I, I can see it going either way. Yeah, like what? Uh, mm. First of all, before we comment on the the game, uh, Arjun saying, you know, stop at 50 million pounds for Ben White to go to Arsenal, or 60 million pounds, never worth that. So stop that. Um, <laughs> so agree with him there. Bro, uh, but, just, <laughs> but just, but <laughs> just. Like honestly. It's the English premium, guys. It's the English premium. That's, that's the thing. It's 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 irritating. I so I know they're great, but geez, fifty million on Ben White. Like I'm not saying he's a bad player, but oh, who played, come who on. Played, who played for half. a team? Who played for a team that finished seventeenth? Yes. Like <laughs> who's who's buying these players? Where are they looking? Like, what are their blinders on? Like Jesus. Oh goodness me! Fifty million. I'm sure you get someone else. I think they added another forty million just because he was called up to the England squad. To be fair, probably, yeah. I think so. It's that's, that's the worst time to buy now is with, with, with these, when these international cups come through because a player will perform well and they'll be like, hey, 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 look at that guy. But yeah, yeah four uh, games. Four games. He's done amazing. We're gonna now triple his triple his price tag there. Yeah. yeah. Has he even come on the field yet? I think he came on for like five minutes in the last game. I oh, did he? It. Yeah, uh, not the last game. Sorry, the first game against Croatia. If I'm not mistaken, okay. I think he did come on in, in the back line. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. I can't. Lie. Yeah, no, I, th- I think, I think, yeah, man, Arsenal just uh, are lost, man. I think uh, there's there's a lot of defenders who are available uh, for decent prices. 
sure. yeah, that, that English premium is going to kill a lot of players, man. Uh, it's got Man United have been have been um, shot in the past. You know, you pay eighty million pounds for a Harry Maguire who's not yeah. worth eighty million pounds. You know, and it's and and unfortunately the players then um, get scrutinized uh, in terms of their play yeah. and everything. But they they didn't ask for the price tag. But yeah, uh, Arsenal, but, Arsenal fans. Get John Stones was was John Stones not. Amounts the same the same amount. Yeah, like uh, was 52, not worth 50? 60, 52, 60, yeah, somewhere in the 50s, in the 50s, yeah. So you know he had a he had a rough start at the beginning, but he's come good again. Um, and that what that's what happens, you know. You, you're a young player, you get a price tag put on you like that, and then it becomes tough. Um, but yeah, but uh, back to your 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 Denmark and your Wales. Oh man, it's going to be interesting. I think. Um, yeah. Uh, one factor that we also need to consider is. The Danish fans will be allowed to travel to Amsterdam. The Welsh fans are not allowed to because of uh, because of the cases in the UK are higher than in Denmark. So Danish fans, all of them are going to be there that that can get a that can get a a, a train or whatever uh, catch a flight to to Amsterdam uh, for yeah. the game. But the, but the Welsh fans, unless there's Welsh people already in um, in, in 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 Netherlands. Um, it's obviously going to be a, a red stadium um, full of full of um, a lot of Danish uh, fans in that stadium. So I think that also might spur them on. You know, if let's yeah. say twenty five thousand Danish people um, travel all the way from Copenhagen and and and, and other parts of Denmark um, and travel to Netherlands, whereas the Welsh guys, no one's going to be there basically. You know, unless you really live yeah. in Amsterdam. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, Wonga, anything you want to comment on before we move on to the next game? No, no, I think I, I, I agree with you on that point. It, uh, it, that will be tough for them. I mean, thinking about how COVID has affected everyone already, and now they are not going to be without their fans. They're going to be without their fans, plus people opposing them. But, yeah, I think it'll, I, I, in a way, if you think about it, I mean, it's, it's still people in there. Maybe that'll, that's all they really want. That, that <laughs> yeah, atmosphere. Watching them. Yeah, yeah, I think the atmosphere will be something for them as well. And Gareth Bale, that's the big factor for me. Top Boons, Top Boons, Wonga's Wonga's favorite player. Hey, yeah, you know, actually, if you went to Arsenal, if you went to imagine, Arsenal, imagine, imagine he was an Arsenal player. I think you'd get you a are. tattoo. You would get a yeah. tattoo on your, on your arm. <laughs> you would, you would, you would. Nah. Uh, <laughs> nah. Oh, no, okay, He's that's not a denying it. He's not denying it. You'll get his face. <laughs> you know what? You'll make sure he gets his face there and it says, with him at the speech bubble saying Top Boons. All right, guys. Um, Italy, Austria, Celo, this is your team. Obviously, right now, as things stand, one of the favorites for the tournament. But when we're looking at the route to the final, definitely the harder between the two sides. But 100%. still, Italy. Let's hear it, Celo. Let's hear your thoughts here. Yeah, because the winner, the winner plays the, the winner of Portugal and Belgium. Um, so already, um, it's, 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 the next round will be uh, very tough. I'm not saying this, this round won't be tough. You know, I think Austria have, have, have uh, fared quite well. Um, they've got some good players that play at, at big clubs, you know, your Alavas, your Arnautovic, um, and other players, you know. So I think that um, it's going to be a tough game for Italy. Um, Austria is going to be very defensive, um, trying to stifle them and so on, uh, and try to hit them on the break. Uh, but I do think that Italy will prevail. Um, and then Italy's first uh, real tra- test will be uh, Belgium or Portugal in the next round. Uh, but I think the Italians will uh, make it through to the quarterfinals. And yeah, I think... They've they've been the the the, the most impressive team, um, you know, in, in the tournament. Um, in the last game, they had about what like seven or eight changes, um, basically playing their bench players, and they still did quite well against Wales. Um, so I think that they'll they'll, they'll prevail um, and go to the quarters. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's a fair assessment. But one thing I've got for you, though, is the, the fact that they have won. They were hardly tested. They won three out of three. Do we think as soon as they do get a bit of a test, it's going to be tougher? Or do you think because the other sides have come through the groups like a Group F, I'm not saying the Group F, the Group of Death. I'm not saying Belgium, obviously, haven't gone through the same sort of intensity. But a side like Portugal, if they sneak through, does it work in a favor for Italy? Does it work in favor for Portugal? I think... Oh, sorry, go for it. Go for it. Uh, I think it, it it really depends, man. I think it's 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 all about matchups, you know. I think um, you know and tactics, you know, the, the the tactics on the day is what matters. You know, the intensity um, doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, Italy were playing teams with low blocks. Firstly, right? Cool. Yeah. So now maybe Italy, the only thing they need to make sure is they will be attacked as well. You know what I mean? Uh, whereas yeah. they weren't really much, uh, they weren't really attacked much in the other games. You know, they haven't continued the goal, so. Now you just need to make sure that your tactics, um, you, you 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 attack, but you also need to make sure that you're attacking with caution and not leaving the the the, the, the back uh, the back line exposed. Because in those previous games, they they basically had a formation of two, one, four, and everyone else up front. You know, basically the centre backs mm-hmm. and then Georgina just in front of them, and then the 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 the, the, the full backs were, were right up um, just behind the behind the wingers. So I think yeah, man, I think it 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 it, it can help a team. That, that they have been in, in tough games and in intense games um, and games where they had to be switched on at all times. But also the momentum of winning three games is great for Italy. You know, that that belief that they can score goals um, and, and they can continue. So if they, for instance, they, they beat Austria within 90 minutes, that momentum will be great for them, you know, and I think they'll be, they'll be on a high uh, believing that they can um, continue to beat any team. Uh, guys, well, I mean, I think for me, just to add on to that, Claudia, I know we've yeah. been talking. They haven't conceded um, in this tournament. But I, I, I don't know if you guys are aware. They haven't conceded in 11 games. Um, yeah. The last 11 games, they haven't conceded. And then furthermore to that, in the last 16 games, they've conceded two goals. So since the beginning of 2020, up until now, they haven't conceded, they've conceded twice. Uh, once was against Netherlands, and then the other game was against... Uh, oh, Oh, the one uh, uh, was against Bosnia and Herzegovina. But if you look at it, you know, a lot of a lot of people are suggesting maybe they haven't had much resistance. But to go that many games with clean sheets, you, I don't care who you play. That that is that is something to be proud of. And I think yeah. that is the foundation that you build. Um, you know, to 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 go on and win a tournament. And you know, when Italy start getting into this groove, they're very hard to beat. And um, I think the clean sheets speak volumes um, because if you're not going to concede, Claudio, you know, we've played with teams where, you know, maybe we would let you have the ball and we, we just say, well, come try and beat us, try and score. Mm. And ultimately, if you can't score, you're not going to lose the game. Or if they can't score, you're not going to lose the game. If you don't concede, you don't lose. And, they can score goals. They've got a lot of firepower. They've got the quality. They've got the talent. And I would not like to play Italy right now. Um, yeah, me supporting England all the way through. I hope we find them in the final. Uh, well, we can't find them anywhere else. Um, I actually hope we don't find them in the final because they look very, very strong. Yeah, okay. I think just to add on Nick's um, they haven't lost since 2018 even. Mm. When he joined, that that when he joined is when um, they lost, and, and after I think I think, I think like I think the first few games when they lost. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. So I never heard that still. No, I was saying I was saying yes, you're right. Um they haven't lost since twenty eighteen and they, they only lost mm. when Mancini took over. So I think it was the first few games when he took over. That's when they yes. lost. And then at at a certain point they, 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 they stopped losing. I think I think for instance, like the keeper, he's only twenty one years old. He's only conceded two goals in about thirty caps or something. Um the Donnarumma. He's yeah, only conceded know, two yes. goals in, in, in thirty caps, which is which is ridiculous. It's crazy. Yeah, so I think, yeah, so I mean, looking at that and the confidence they have going into that, I mean, the stats will tell you they're due for a loss, um, but I don't think that will come <laughs> against Austria. Um, and, and I share the same uh, thoughts as Nick. Um, I wouldn't want to be facing them now. Um, I think they've got a lot of confidence, especially in that def- uh, that defense of theirs. Um, I think they'll meet their match with Belgium because I think Belgium also... They have a their, their record is second best. Too. Whoa, whoa, what do you mean they they'll meet their match? You just see them out of Portugal. That's like skipping too many steps there. We haven't even done that. Let's take it easy. Uh, no, I'm saying you know, they, they, you know you're talking. Meet... We might as well talk about the next one: Netherlands versus Czech Republic. Yeah, now listen, now we can talk about next. Listen, I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying they, they they were gonna face them. I'm saying if like let me just put it like if they were to meet their match, it would be. Belgium. That's what I would say because they've got the second best um, record compared to, uh, yeah, they've got the second best record in the tournament. Again, I'm not hearing any positive side, like positive uh, tune coming <laughs> from the Portuguese side. But okay, sure, sure. Netherlands, Czech Republic, guys. Let's hear this. Wanga, your side. Genie Van Eldem. Genie Van Eldem. That's Gini, what I got to Genie in the bottle. <laughs> you got to rub him the right way, boy. You see, Liverpool, he wasn't rubbed the right way, and that's why he didn't score. For, for no, but, 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 but Claudio, it, it's a different role, as I think, as well. Yeah, of course. It, yeah, mm. it, it, it's it's because they play a four. Wait, they play a three. Uh, what three? You can say three, four, one, two. Four. If you yeah. wanna, if you want to call yeah, it three, that. Three for three. Even yeah, three, you, you, you know what I mean. So, so they got the two guys up front, and the genie's just behind them. You know, so he's he's encouraged to be that 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 extra body in the box. Yeah. Well, look, and Liverpool yeah. is completely selfless. He does the job. He does the job yeah. that's asked of him, and that's that's the engine, the turnover position, keep the ball ticking. When he plays for Netherlands, he clearly steps up, and he's allowed to. He makes those late runs into the box, and that's where he gets a lot of his success in scoring for goals, and also leading the side. So fair enough. And also, again, like you guys said, give the guy the money. Liverpool didn't give him the money, and now we must go buy Renat Sanchez as the alternative. That's all he's, I'm saying. Uh, Wonga, what did you put him he's such a he's such a family player. This Gini Wanaldo, man, you know, he just doesn't. I think uh, Nick will correct me if, I, if I'm wrong, but I, I, at, at Newcastle, um, Gini Wanaldo was probably doing this a similar thing, running into the box. No, he was um, playing as a ten. Yeah, getting in there, and you you could see that this guy was. Yeah, uh, no disrespect, Nick, but uh, you can see he, no, but he the was difference probably going to play for a no, 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 different no, 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 no um, but you know the team. The team has to move on. And I think they do have uh, good players. Um, I mean, I mean throughout the team, uh, and I think Netherlands has been known for that as well. Is that I mean, the, all the players in the team can actually um, play. Um, and they've always been like that. And 
I think Czech Republic, um, it's it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy, man. Guys, be they, they, they have a goal scorer. Cheated. That Patrick, that Patrick Chick. Sick, uh, Patrick Sick is flipping quality. I was yeah. watching him. His movement. He's a big lad. He competes in the air. He's got good feet. He scores goals from halfway lines or before yeah. halfway lines. Yeah, uh, he's already got two goals this tournament. And you know, you know what's yeah. interesting with 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 uh, this matchup because Czech Republic have goals. Netherlands concede a few goals themselves. They they don't look as as solid as solid as they would like. I th- I'm sure if they had Van Dijk, it would be probably a different story. True. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that Netherlands are going to win this game. Yeah, um, I agree. I agree. Czech, next year. I mean, Czech Republic created their own chances against England, um, where they probably could have could have taken them. Um, they created them against Scotland. Um, they did well against Croatia. So it's not going to be easy because they came out of a pretty difficult group themselves. Yeah, that's true. I think yeah, Czech Republic's group was was a difficult one, and they and they they did come out. Um, but Netherlands do. I think they have a they have goals in them, um, and that's for sure. They they do um, miss a lot. <laughs> Some like you know the miss, first game miss, they played. The mm. Yeah, but they, my they big question, guys, how do they have a Scottish surnamed player in their team, Dumfries? What's going on there? <laughs> Dumfries is a Dumfries is a small town in Scotland. I've got family who live there. I'm like, what? What's going on here? Dumfries. Yeah. Where's you need to whip out the archives. You need to do some historical background checking. Where does he play? Where does he, he play? He plays. He plays. Uh, in in in. Uh, he plays for what's this? Team PS, PSV. The he plays for yeah. Yes. Yes. PSV. Oh, wow. PSV. Yeah. PSV yeah. yeah. It Pre- says he was. Wow. It says he was, bo- he was born in Rotterdam. Ah. Oh. Probably with uh, Scottish Scottish heritage. Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> But, China, China yeah, look, Czech Republic. Yeah. I think yeah, they organized team. They 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 went to the World Cup final. Um, I think some people probably would have written them off in this one. You know, a tired team saying, but look, I mean, they 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 threw to the next round, and uh, in this one, I would think Netherlands would be, you know, favorites. Wait, did I you say think... they went to the World Cup final? That's, I heard that too, but I maybe meant final. Was it not Simi? Like, you know, he went, he went to the Simi. final. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Who, no, who, went to, who? Was it not? Simi, check. No, they didn't. Oh, no. Oh, Croatia. Croatia. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad. Oh. I'm from Croatia. Yo, yo, yo Croatia. sorry, guys. This guy. This guy. Yo. Put but, your head in the freezer. It has been a long day. But no, I think Netherlands would be... Would definitely be favourites coming out of this one, but they're not. It's not going to be. An, it's not going to be a walkover. It definitely won't be a walkover. Where are they playing the game? We, Is it in Copenhagen? No, it's in Budapest. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, uh, but I, I mean, looking at even looking at what happened with Vuketa, I know. But uh, yesterday's game with Germany and Hungary. Um, it kind of like showed you that you know what. I don't think anything is uh, pretty straightforward in this tournament. Um, so, uh, yeah, yesterday we'll, we'll was exciting. It was exciting things. Yeah, um, it was. But let's, yeah, but let's let's talk about kind of what happened yesterday a little bit and where now Portugal find themselves in terms of taking on Cyril's other side, Belgium. Guys, this is arguably one of the the tastier games of this round sixteen. How do we think this is going to play out? We've got obviously Ronaldo on five goals. We've got Lukaku who's been scoring. I think he's scored something like twenty four goals in twenty one games for Belgium, which is also a ridiculous stat. And when you look at in his international career, it's roughly 
more or less exactly or identical to Ronaldo, Ronaldo, Gordo, Ronaldo, you know, Brazilian one. So I also want to talk about how underestimated he is to a large extent. People like Mossa don't want him back at Chelsea, but I think if a player like that goes to back goes back to the Premier League, any side he goes to, he transforms. So yeah, the man's Portugal. matured. The man's matured, man. I think he's he's definitely a better player. Um, he had a he had a question and answer session yesterday on Twitter, um, just before the the nine o'clock games. And people were criticizing him and saying, you know, someone asked him, for instance, said, hey, man, listen, you've got a bad first touch and everything, whatever. He's like, but he hey, man. He's, he's like, listen, do you think I'll be a professional footballer if I had a bad first touch? You yeah. know? Um, and, and he spoke about the whole thing about playing with his back, uh, back, back, again, uh, back to goal and everything. And he said, no, listen, like, I like to um, have the ball in front of me, you know? Yeah, of I've course. Because of pace. Because yeah. I've got pace and I got and I got physicality, so I can. Mm. If your players are trying to tackle me, I can you know push them out of the, like shield them yeah. and, and and run. So he says that, that that's the nice thing with Antonio Conte is that Antonio Conte was playing to those strengths, you know, where the balls were being played behind, almost like behind the yes. say uh, the, the the defenders type of thing, so he can make a run type of thing, you know. So he says you know he loved that 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 aspect about about Antonio Antonio Conte and so on, and and I think and, and it brings back to. Maybe why at United things didn't go for well for him is that maybe um, Solskjaer was expecting other things for him. You know what I mean? You know, Solskjaer does like that. I don't know, like that whole you hold up the ball, you bring in the other players in type of thing. Whereas Lukaku just play the ball over. The man's gonna run, bulldoze everyone. Uh, there's even a video that he that he shows actually. There's a video. I don't know why Carragher was wearing a uh, an Everton sweater. Uh, so it's like a training ground, and it's Lukaku and Carragher, and then Carragher they're talking while you're still at Everton, and says, and then Lukaku says, if you pass me the ball to the one side, uh, what's going to happen? I'm going to just shield you, and you can't, you won't take the ball from me. You, you won't take yeah. the ball. You won't take yeah. the ball from me. You know. And he was just showing like they, then they play the ball in, and then Carragher's trying to mark him, and he just shields Carragher, and then he shoots. And then they show like a little, like a little clip uh, of a game in the Premier, actual in the Premier League, where there was a throw-in, and someone yeah. passes the ball, and he does the same thing, you know. And and that's what Lukaku wants: play on the last defender, shield them, oh. and he scores. Yeah, and I mean going back Even, to the Everton days, I think the Everton days are a clear testament. Everton would sit deeper and play the ball in behind, and he would get onto that, and that's when he had arguably his, his most successful spell in terms of goal goal returns. Yes, Wanga. I think yeah, just to. Uh, Correct, slowly slightly. It's just what Lukaku was saying is that if a defender comes, if a defender comes close to him, yeah. it's late for him. So if he comes that yeah. close to him, it's late for him because you'll just turn him. Yeah. And then you showed Carragher how he turns him. And but with that being said, like Lukaku, and that's that's the thing I think people like uh, the, the like at Man United, they always wanted him to play play like that. But Lukaku would only do that, you know, like if the situation came, but it's not something that you force, you know, that you, okay, now we have to wait for the defender to come. But he likes, you can see, he definitely likes the balls play behind him. He likes to run forward. At Inter Milan, even now for for for, uh, for, for, for Belgium as well, you can see it. He gets the ball and he runs forward. At Inter Milan, he scored many goals. Like, there was one goal he scored, I think, you could say it was on the halfway line, where he got the ball on the halfway line. He yeah. ran straight, maybe turned slightly, but ran dead straight. Left finish with Belgium did the, almost the same thing in in in, in mm. I think it was the first game ran straight right foot finish and it that's that's Lukaku mm. um, and I don't know where this thing of him coming uh yeah Man United I think he had a bad spell and there were times of uh, uh, bad touches but I don't think you can say that's him anymore especially 
the way he's been playing at uh, Inter Milan. And the numbers show you that yeah. he's scoring goals, but he's, he's getting the goals. So yeah, valid point. Valid point, guys. I do want to say Arjun got vaccinated today, so congrats, Arjun. That's, oh, that's, that's good. Rad. That's good. Well, that's my good. mom, actually. Oh, well done, oh, Mrs. Stafford. Okay. Good job. Hey, okay. Hey, good. My, mom, my mom got vaccinated yesterday. Oh, <laughs> Mrs. Cullen. It's a party. It's a party. It's a little party. Guys, I no, want to touch on the fact. I, I, I you guys I was, are talking I, about Bottom, yeah? 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 No, Claudia, I see, I see what Dia says. That she's actually they're sitting in their dorm room watching us while they're eating lunch, uh, <laughs> which is pretty cool. So it's their lunch break. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, you were saying you were saying about uh, I think what you're saying about Vanaldem or or you're saying Portugal. No, no, no. I was, I was saying Portugal now because we we touched on Belgium. Looking at the Portuguese setup yesterday, I was super chuffed. I know Cel always thinks when I say things <laughs> anything about a United player, there's some sort of conspiracy no, and the United not, rhetoric. There's not, um, that a but, penalty though. I watched I watched the show back on 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 Tuesday, right? Yeah. And uh, I think there is nothing wrong with you criticizing uh, Bruno Fernandes. Fernandes, uh, there's nothing wrong. It's, it's perfect, you know. Fernandes. I was just, I, I wasn't. I wasn't criticizing. I, I, I like the commentator also yesterday. It's like Bruno Fernandes. Bruno Fernandes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was saying that. What about Jota in the first game? I heard nothing about Jota in the first game. But, but yeah, I don't you criticize him all you want because no, no, no. if he's not if he's not having a good tournament he's not having a good tournament that and that's, yeah. that's facts and then, that's facts and look and, and I want to I want to talk about that because fair enough like the, when I was watching that game everyone was critiquing Jota but overall for me I wasn't critiquing Fernandez for him having a bad performance I was asking the question when we're looking at if we, direct comparison in terms of what you're offering the side a Jota versus a Fernandez it's industry versus talent that's fair enough Jota you can have, when you got a player of industry. And Nick can correct me wrong, and Wonga can as, as the coach. If I'm a coach going to tournaments and I've got a player of industry, he might not be in the best of form, but I can trust him to track back and do the basics in terms of a defensive job. Because you've got Ronaldo up there. He's meant to stick it away. If you've got a player where you've got a talented player like Fernandes, and then you've got Ronaldo, those are two match-winning players, but they, they don't offer the same sort of industry output. So you're carrying two players, and that's what I was saying. Is it viable to have both on from the onset when you're taking on bigger sides. And that was my question or thought process. And I was very impressed with Fernando Sanchez. The dinosaur decided to go back to the drawing board and he made the changes that I said, bring on, bring on Sanchez. We had all of a sudden, we had energy. Moutinho, by the way, I was so impressed with that because I actually thought when he brought him on the other day, I just thought I couldn't understand why he had done that. But all of a sudden, Bernard Silva, Silva who's had a shit tournament so far, looked like a fantastic player because he had movement around him. When you've got Fernandez and you've got Ronaldo, they're quite static down the middle. And then you've got the two holding in Danilo and Carvalho. They're very static. So a player yeah. like Silva, who, who feeds off movement, all of a sudden becomes a free kick. Can we talk about that free kick, guys? Oh, did you see that free kick from, from Bernardo Silva, guys? How can a uh, professional take such a bad free oh, kick? Oh, yeah. You that free kick was like, <laughs> it, went like, it went to the top tier of the stadium, bro. That was, that was bad. That was bad. Bernardo. I couldn't believe Bernardo. it. Bernardo. Bernardo. I agree with you in that sense, Claudio, that because I was I, I watched when I was saw Portugal yesterday, you could see, and I mean other match, you, you can Ronaldo is not gonna be running for you all the time. Um he's just gonna be there when he needs to be there, or maybe take a shot when he needs to take a shot. But yeah, definitely not gonna move around. And you I agree with you, you can't be carrying you can't be carrying the two. 
you definitely can't be carrying the two. Um, it maybe it has to work in a different way, but you that it's the two of them with like yesterday, a lot of energy from Portugal. Um, yeah. and yeah, I just, I just don't think it's a, it's a tough one because he's a, he's know, a good player, but you know, in, yeah. in just, in, just in terms of the two teams, um, you know, your Belgium and your Portugal, I think what Portugal will have in terms of the upper hand, maybe you know, on paper, Belgium are probably the better team if you would maybe look at stats and over the last couple of years but mm. what Portugal do have and, and what a lot of um, uh, it, 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 uh, the Italians have as well is this sort of desire to win even when everything's maybe stacked up against you and I don't think yeah. Belgium have that I think they will die for each other the Portuguese and they'll die to win the tournament and they'll fight tooth and nail until the, the final whistle until they knocked out or until they lift the trophy. And I think that's something that's potentially lacking in a Belgium team where they've got a load of talent. They've got a very good team. And I, I probably agree with what Claudio said in the last show. I don't know if, if Martinez is the right man to, to potentially take them on uh, to, to, to lift a, a trophy. Um, but I think that that sort of character that the Portuguese show, you know, I, I saw um, Pepe and Ronaldo talking at some stage yesterday and you could see they were animated. They were, you know, they would, I think they had realized that Hungary had, had, had ended up drawing the game. And I think there was just, it's just that sense of pride that they have um, that I think mm-hmm. Portugal will always have um, because I think it's instilled in them as a nation. Um, and I, I think I think that could maybe be the difference. Uh, you know, if it comes down to who wants it more, I, I could probably tell you, I would say the Portuguese would want it more if you had to just, you know, if I had to get asked that question off the bat. Um, yeah. and, and obviously, you know, Portugal do have their, their, their ability as well. They can go and play, play well. Uh, so it's not going to be an easy game, but I think in terms of, Guts, determination, fighting for their nation. I think Portugal might have that band. Claudio, I wanted want to, uh, want to ask, what do you think about the centre-back partnership of Portugal? Because I think it's been a bit um, leaky um, in the mm-hmm. last two games. Um, if Mbappe took the chance that, that was created for him. Like like the passes, the balls are just getting past. You know, obviously, Germany was killing them on the sides, um, the defence, but... France is going through the through them, you know, exposing mm. the centre back partnership. What do you think? Do you think Jose Font should be coming in? Yeah, uh, look, I think I do think when we're looking at a Pepe, Pepe, the form that he carried had carrying into this tournament, he deserves it from a form place. Not saying obviously the, the other lad won the league with Lil, so he also deserves it. But at the same time, right now I'm putting my faith in the, the experience of a Pepe because just international caps got a lot more. And I think Diaz is the right partnership. I'm happy with the partnership. The issue I have, especially with the game yesterday, and I've mentioned this before, is a submedo. Not that he's a terrible player going forward, but defensively he's not great. And there's a lot more help that is needed. So we talking about yeah they they cut through the middle yesterday but they cut through the middle because there's a lot of focus on helping Semedo out yesterday from the begin from off the off the bat they were doubling up with Semedo to help him so and every time France looked dangerous yesterday it was because they're playing diagonals that side towards the right hand side because they knew there was a moment there was exposure then Concello getting injured was a bit of a downfall so I mean I know the focus is between the two center backs but I actually think we find there I just think it's from the right hand side and and the Germans exploited us as well when they got the ball wide it was change of play. They got the ball wide and it's hit the back post every time because defensively, you can knock a ball over Semedo's head every time you know he's not going to win the ball because he doesn't know how to win the ball in the air and he waits for it to bounce. And as soon as you're letting that thing go over your head, anyone sneaks in from behind. 
And that's been the danger against Germany. And again, we saw it yesterday. So that's the big concern. And when we're playing, luckily, when we're playing a side like Belgium, they've got a target man in the sense of a Lukaku. The Germans, they had to play wide because they had multiple players. Yesterday, they had two players in Benzema and Mbappe. Luckily, I think with Lukaku, with one focal point, it becomes easier to manage. So I'm, I'm gonna, it's going to be interesting as to whether or not he plays. I, I know you're saying you're making noises there, Wonga, but it's going to be interesting if he plays two holding midfielders or he did what he did yesterday and we have more dynamism instead of having Sanchez as well as the other two lads. But we've spoken a bit about Portugal, guys. We've still got a couple of other games to cover. The next one is Croatia. No, no we have to, we have to give you. We have to give. We have to give them love, man. I think you, it's totally, thank you. Totally fair. You know. You know what's so. You know what's funny. Um, if you look at the sides of the draw, it's literally wine versus beer. So the one side of the the the, the draw is where you generally find yeah. your wine, and then Spain, uh, you Portugal, got your beer drinkers. France, and, Italy. And then, so France is the wine side on the wine side, and yeah. Italy is the wine side. Yeah. yeah, and then you look at the other side as the Germans, the English, the Dutch. Um, who else is on that side? Czech Republic. Netherlands. Wales, Czech Republic. Netherlands. Yeah, Wales. Yeah, they drink yeah. what's that? I thought that was quite funny. Wine versus beer. <laughs> <laughs> well so the Germans well and English are together there. Yeah. yeah well, the, who, who wants to kick this one off? Because both sides are represented by the two gents who aren't here this evening. I mean, Spain finally said, oh, you were backing them to come through against Slovakia. They got their five yeah. goals. Man, Croatia, I, I, as old Bones Modric, got them through as well. So it's going to be a tricky one. I, th- I think, man, if you, if you look at it, man, I think with Spain, they just had to click. It's, it's, like, it's like Germany scoring those four goals against <laughs> Portugal. You know, they had to eventually um, get that victory. Um, and that's what I felt is that they it's not like it's not like they missed cha- it's not like they didn't create chances you know they missed the penalty um in the in the one one draw against uh and Poland um you know I think so they had the chances multiple chances against Sweden as well so I just felt that they were going to get through uh but this game will be tough for them uh, because I think obviously Croatia um um you know the confidence boost from from the game against um Scotland um they played very well against Scotland Modric showing his class again. Um, the assist and the goal. Uh, it's going to be a tough one, but uh, I, I could see this going to 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 penalties. Um, definitely, I think they could they could cancel each other out. Maybe a one-one even. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I possibly agree uh, because I think both teams have frailties at the back. Um, if I don't know if any of you watched the Scotland game, but Scotland had two very good chances: one to go in the lead, um, to go one 0 up, and then also. As the second half started, they they had a great chance with McGinn at the back post, and they just Scotland found chances um, in between the lines, the uh, the, yeah. the sort of vertical lines between fullbacks and centre backs, and the centre backs as well as the the sort of fullbacks as well. Um, <laughs> make it easy. Um, so. I, I think I think if you're playing against a, a team like Spain, you know, obviously they've got better quality than Scotland. Um, I personally think if Scotland had scored that goal, it might have been a different game. But when Croatia turned it on, they really did turn it on and they, they moved the ball really well and they play a very similar brand of football to what a Spain does play. So it's going to be interesting to see. And I could actually see a few goals because I, I think both teams have frailties at the back. Um, and it should actually be quite an exciting game. The likes of Perisic and, and Modric uh, pulling the strings for for Croatian side against a newly invigorated Spanish uh, with Morata missing a penalty. 
<laughs> Good old Morata. <laughs> but old like, Morata. I, when he retires, if people just, it's, it's similar to, is it Giroud or something? But no, but Giroud, I'm saying if, if you look at Morata's, can you guys hear me? Yeah, can yeah, you? Can you? Yeah. You, you, you guys do? can continue yeah. there. I don't know. Can no. you hear me now? Yo, can you hear yeah. you? We're waiting for you to hear Morata. Your fans, your fans oh, cool. can hear you, bro. Yeah, we can oh. hear you, bro. Oh, sweet. Say hello to your fans. Say hello to your fans. I was saying I if, if Murata retired, if, if Murata di- retired tomorrow, people would all think and look at his history and be like, geez, this guy was one hell of a player looking at the clubs he played for. Mm. Best agent of okay. football. Best agent of yeah. football, guys. But but I, <laughs> but I always say, guys, the same thing. If a player is moving around a lot, what does that mean? That means the club that he's at doesn't want to keep him. It yeah. is willing to let him go. Uh, what's his Real Madrid yeah, yeah. will willing to let him go to Juventus. Then he had a very good spell at Juventus with uh, Allegri. Uh, that 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 that's where I think he was doing well. And then. Um, Chelsea bought him from Madrid. Like he went back to uh, Real Madrid and then went to Chelsea, and then Real Madrid, then from Chelsea to Atleti. You know what I mean? So, so for me, it just shows that he's never been consistent. I think only time he's ever been consistent was at Juventus under Allegri. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, Consistency Gen- bad. <laughs> uh, guys. France, Switzerland, the neighbors are taking on each other. It's going to be a French affair. What do we think is going to happen here, Wonga? And obviously, Pogba, talking about re- renewing contracts, the, man, the man's been inspired for France. He always is. It's just not the same when he plays for United. Yeah, look up. <laughs> Don't start, Celo, please. I'm not trying to have a dig. I'm genuinely like, when I watched him play last night, I'm like, geez, this like, if it wasn't for him yesterday, France, France were okay. But he was the one... But- Oh, uh, no he was the one who make things happening, yeah. I uh, think, no threat, look, yeah. Uh, you know, you're looking at the way the tournament is set up. Um, yeah, Nick would probably know it more than me as a, as, a, as, a, as a coach as well. It's, you you know, the group stage is, is obviously different to the, the round of 16. And then, the I mean, Portugal also winning the Euro last time probably proved that as well. Not doing well in the group stages, getting out and doing well in the, the next round. But uh, Switzerland, don't think they've had much, you know, happen in the past for them. Even now, it's pretty much, I think everyone called it Wales. It was going to be a tight one, and it was a tight one. Um, they ended up 1-1. Then um, who else did they have to play? They played, they played Italy, the toughest uh, team in the group, and they got hammered. Um, they were nowhere to be found. The next game, they get Turkey, the weakest team in the group, who's Turkey was giving free, free, free points to everyone, and uh, Switzerland just picked up their three, three points there. Um, and at coming against France, you sound disappointed by that, even though this is your team you meant to be supporting. Are you guys hearing that? He's nah. like, yeah, they picked up their points. Shit, shuck it. Nah, I mean, <laughs> Look, uh, I don't think okay. I think they, they they're done. I think it's done for them. Uh, France, uh, they, they probably have a, a big point to prove. They want to try and win this, especially what happened the last time. Ooh, I, all their players, the attack they have, there's no ways. I, I can't see Switzerland and, unless... Shakiri, uh, bro. 
What's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? He's gonna hit, he's gonna hit a fender bolt. He's gonna hit a fender bolt with those with those calves, bro. <laughs> I think. I think. I think no, I agree with Wonga though. They they've actually, if you look at their tournament, they've actually hit a bit of a blip. They won their first game against Germany and they've drawn their next two. So, um, like, are they gonna have to try and get back to winning ways? You know. Yeah, true. Um, and I think. They were they they must be delighted with getting Switzerland. Um, I think if they had finished, if they had finished second, I think they would be kicking themselves because then they would end up having to play England. Um, but I think I think this is the perfect draw for them to to get back on track um, with the quality that they have. Probably score a couple of goals and and see who's next for them. Yeah. Oh, Steam the big rolling. one. The biggest the old foes, the old foes, England versus Germany. I mean, on paper, we'd be saying, you know, Germany are going to run right, yeah, but it's not, it's not a clear cut, is it? This is going to be a tricky game. Run right in the past, in the past. Are you talking on paper without looking at squads? That's what I'm saying, yeah. Okay, that's 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 what I'm meaning. I'm saying now it's a different sort of scenario, but both yeah. teams, I mean, England have only scored two goals this tournament. Germany have been all over the place, completely erratic. Yeah, they did the business against Portugal, but at the same time, struggled against Hungary. They didn't get the result against France. Oh, These are guys, all psychological blows. Talk about that. I was watching the last seven minutes, and I'm like, Hungary are actually going to do it, and England yeah, are going to get hungry in the next round. I was delighted, and then they banged that goal in right at the end. It was bizarre. Um, I mean, imagine Hungary knocking out Germany. And then yeah, at no. one point, at one point, when that I, I changed over to the other game, if France had to score one more goal, Portugal were out. Yeah, it was unbelievable. No, there was there was a stage. It's, there was a stage where Portugal were going Portugal out. Portugal out. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's when that, that's when Hungary that's when Hungary were winning two one. Uh, um, and France, France were winning two one. Yeah, and France were winning two one. That they were out. Yeah, we we had that's a crazy. we got a, I got a friend who actually he put a bet four teams and. I think it was two days ago. No, the day. So the page yesterday. I think it was on on, uh, on Monday. He has one more team to. Uh, he had one more team to win his bet, um, and he could have cashed out. And the one team to win was Germany. And he asked us, "Should he go with? Should he leave it to, uh... to you know carry on?" And we told. Well, we advised <laughs> him right. We told him, "Look, Germany. Um, they probably most likely going to win, but." Yeah, in the odd case, I mean, yeah, but, uh, Hungary have got a lot to play for, also, you know. So, but we advised them to to take the money. And yeah, he ended up uh, <laughs> saving saving himself two thousand bucks instead of losing it over five hundred. Yeah, that, that was the funny good, thing. For good, us, but yeah. good, good advice. Is that actually saying <laughs> telling all our viewers listen to Wonga because he's got some good advice to give? Nick, uh, can I can I ask you something, man? Mm. How, what do you feel about the fact that? I don't know, man. It, uh, I've been reading a lot on Twitter. The English media like to um, portray Jack Grealish in a certain way that he's not uh, a hard worker on the field. And I saw like some stupid uh, journalist saying that uh, reasons why Jack Grealish shouldn't start against Germany. And I couldn't believe it. He said that Jack Grealish doesn't doesn't um, defend. You know, doesn't track back. Uh, and in this in the game against Germany, you need you need Listen, players that track back. Jack. Jack Grealish, I, Saka was incredible on the night as well, but he was, I thought Jack Grealish was running the match for me. Um, they took him off early, but I thought 
he was a magician. He was catching the ball, um, flipping out of the sky there. His feet were so good. He he retains the ball so well, and he earns the team so many set pieces. I think oh, last man. season he was the most fouled player in the in the league. Yeah. Um, and if you actually just watch him, he's just he's just so intelligent. I mean, he gets a ball and he moves he moves the ball from one foot to the other just so he can get contact. And listen, whether you like it or not, uh, he's a he's a talented boy. Um, I think he I think he gave England that bit of energy, although it uh, it came in bits and pieces for the team in general. Um, but I would like England to start with him. I would like England to start with Sancho. Um, uh, I personally think that Henderson is is more than likely going to come in against the Germany. Um, yeah, he will. Yeah, um, because for him to to come onto the field, I said straight away to my my father, I said, "This is this is Southgate preparing Henderson." Um, I still don't think England need to play with two holding midfielders. I I, I still don't understand why. I would rather go with a Rice or a Calvin Phillips, one of the two. Um, if yeah, it's going to be a Henderson, you have a Henderson, then you take the other two out. And yeah, then I would go with the Mount and a Grealish and then unleash the front three. I think yeah, Phil exactly. Foden was very unlucky to to not be on the field. I don't know why. I thought he was the best player in the previous game. I said the yellow card. Um, did they say that? This, the, the, apparently, this, they were saving him because if he got a yellow card, you would miss the uh, last 16. The, the last 16. Okay, well, that's fair enough. But then... I personally would like to see Foden, Sancho, and Kane. Um, I think there's enough. But again, if you look at how Saka played, you know maybe you 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 don't. Um, maybe you you keep uh, Sancho on the bench. But I don't know if uh, Sancho is seeing Southgate's daughter or something because he doesn't yeah. seem too he happy. He got he got eight minutes. Imagine eight minutes of game time only so far in the tournament. It's ridiculous. It's the thing I said. The guy, yeah. l- 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 like, like, like the, the the article that 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 ca- or the the snippets that came out from him saying that, you know, I don't want to put too much uh, pressure on on Sancho at the international stage. He's still inexperienced. Sharp, cool. Let's pop. Jude Bellingham comes onto the field Saka, twice already. Saka has fewer caps. Foden is Foden and Saka are basically nineteen and twenty years old, and and Sancho is twenty one. Been playing at a higher level for longer. Mm-hmm. But yes. you want to protect. I don't understand what you mean. If I would understand if you want to go to Germany, it's going to be Sterling. Yeah, Sterling and Rashford. Look at Jude Bellingham. He's 17 and he's been playing more. Um, what I can tell you is every England team that I predict is never going to be right because Southgate is a conservative manager and he's going to be even more conservative against a Germany that moves the ball very well. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if you see a Rice and a Henderson next to each other. I think Calvin Phillips will 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 um, be sacrificed. I think those are his tried and tested. I think Calvin Phillips was just filling a gap. Um, I thought Calvin Phillips had, has had a great tournament thus far, though. Um, Sterling will definitely start. Sterling's the only one who scored goals. So yeah. you more than likely will see a Sterling... Um, and probably Foden. It's probably going to be a very similar lineup to the first game, um, with uh, Henderson probably slotted in, or he will bring Henderson in uh, to try and shore up the midfield if they are winning. If he feels that he's not ready yet, um, I like I, I like what he's done with Shaw. 
Um, I think he's he's been really good. I think uh, he makes uh, a big difference, and I'm happy right, with right. Walker on the right. I think oh, Walker's okay. fine. I think Walker's okay. Um, I think he gives a good option going forward. He's a bit susceptible at the back, but I think Harry Maguire probably fixes no that hole. He's no, but he's better than Mings. I think he's better than Tyron Mings, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Mings is a, um, <laughs> yeah. I, listen, the team. If you look at the squad. They have an incredible squad in terms of man-for-man talent. Whether or not they can get it together, whether or not Gareth Southgate is the man to <laughs> take them on to be uh, a, a tournament winner, I, I don't know. I don't see it, but listen, I'll support them all the way. Yesterday, um, the one thing I did enjoy yesterday, and this from the German side, was um, when, they, when they were put under pressure, you know, they were 2 on down, um, time running out. Um, I, I haven't seen him play like that in a while. It was uh, Tony Cruz. He was literally picking the ball like he would... I mean, if you watch him play for Madrid, he's not really trying to get in the box as much. But when yesterday against Hungary, when you could see, like, look, if, if, we're not, if we don't score, we're out. We're like, out yeah. It's game over for me. And you could see, like, this is probably... It's not, I might not have a, another tournament after this. You know, this is... You could actually see he was playing with that in his head. And he was literally, I mean, you saw the opportunity that he got where he just missed it. Um, it was, and it started there. Um, he was literally trying to do things himself. And oh no, it was entertaining for me to watch. I, I hadn't seen him play like that in a, in, a, in a long, in a long, long time. Did years. you I mean, see the lighty that Germany brought on there, Wonga, right at the end? He was the yes. one who actually set up the goal. Well, yes, um, I saw that one. He plays for Bayern Munich. Yes, yes. He the English is. Bro, he could, yeah, he chose to play. He's 18. It just yeah. shows you what Germany are doing in terms of their youth structures. But that kid literally received the ball. I think it was his like second or third involvement of the game. And he That's literally just it's like a reverse pass into yeah. the box. It was incredible. Like he, It was probably the second, uh, second, second assist uh, or the not the first assist of the goal. It was the second assist. I don't think he actually Probably. passed the ball to the goal scorer, but it was an incredible pass. Just I thought yeah. to have that like sort of um, arrogance to sort of run down the line and, and, and pull a pass back like that, I thought I thought was incredible. So the yeah. German side is very exciting in their own right because it is a very fresh new um, sort of outlook in terms of how they're going forward, especially with the manager going out. You know, they've got things to prove uh, probably for the incoming manager for a World Cup around the corner. Um, mm. But uh, just going back to England, I think, um, um, seeing what Jason commented there, I think Grealish doesn't even get a sniff in the next game. I think it's going to be Mount again, and it will be two holding midfielders. Mount back think, yeah, true. What do you think about what uh, Arjun says there about will they go back nah. to a back five? Because they have no played chance. a back five previously. Because Germany are playing also a, a, a back five right now. Germany are playing a back five right now. So they're playing Kimmich and, and Kusins as, as wing backs. I mean, to be oh. fair, they did it the, the other, their last game against Czech. They, they did it in times. They didn't do it as a fixed sort of back five, three. But yeah. what they did do was they had one of the, the holding midfielders dropping between yeah. all the time. F- Matt, Phillips Matt, or Russ, yeah. Yeah, so, so they did kind of do that. So it wouldn't surprise me if he did revert to that. But imagine Maybe he did do that. Yeah. I mean, imagine he did do that and they ended up losing. I mean, they'd be pissed off. I think the English are at a point with they'd rather have them go for it and get walloped then just sit back and be like, ah. Oh. So I think Listen, that's where, they, where the public's at. They go, do we go after the victory 
that we yeah. can try and get and lose, or do we go for entertaining and and you know like that's where they're at right now. If you're gonna go, if you're gonna go with a back five or a back three, however way you want to look at it, um, if it's for an offensive reason to try and get better service towards a Kane, who by the way has looked so lethargic and out of it, he just looks. Yeah. Why does why does Calvert Lewin get some minutes? Um, yeah, I, I don't know, but other than that, I. I I feel sorry for him because I'd love him to score because I think once he does start scoring, he, he might just not stop. Um, but he's just it just seems like it's not clicking with whatever front three he plays with. So if they play with a back three or a back five and essentially he gives freedom to his fullbacks to go all the way up the pitch, then maybe. But he's played with – he changed his fullbacks twice already and he wanted them to go further forward and they really haven't. So what's really going to change if they go the three? Well, you, I don't see it because they did do it at times. Um, but I wouldn't change too much, to be honest with you, defensively because they haven't conceded. They haven't conceded in, I think, five or six games. So mm-hmm. why would you change the four? I know he has done it in the past, but I, I don't know. I wouldn't personally. Right. Yeah. And on that note, yeah. Nick, on that note, it's time for our betting corner, the, our predictions you claim that Sweden don't get love. Oh, they do in our predictions. I mean, Sweden. Oh, okay. Sweden have been doing the thing, guys. They've been doing the thing, but they haven't been doing it convincingly. They've got Frostberg there. He's been doing the. He's they my other side, guys. So take guys, be happy. That yeah? is a dream draw for both of those teams. They're like, thank yeah. God we got those teams. <laughs> 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 you got Germany and England playing each other. But you got Germany and England playing each other. Looking each other out, like, yeah. Why the hell can't we? And then you've got like Belgium and Portugal playing each other. It's like, come on, guys. True. <laughs> uh, yeah. I suppose, yeah. I mean, whoever comes to England, Germany will play one of those two. Netherlands will play either Netherlands. I'm assuming Netherlands, Czech will play either well, Wales or Denmark. So from there, yeah. that's like you said, the beer side. It's it's a it's right, a decent so. side. The beer garden's a happy place. All right, guys, the, the betting corner, we're going to kick off with Italy, Austria. We're going to go Silo, Wanga, Nick, and then we're going to move on. Okay, you guys ready? First one, yeah. Italy, Austria. 2-0 to, to the Azuri. Ah, I said 3-0 to them. Um, yeah, I think I think 2-0 as well. I think they're, they're not conceding against an Austrian team that hasn't been impressive for me. 2-0. Claudia? Yeah, 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 2-0. 2-0 sounds good. Like you guys mentioned, the clean sheets. Mancini knows what he's doing there with the Zuri. They're, they're happy, happy side they, at the moment. They look so they look so smart though on the side of the field. Guys, best dressed well, that, team. That suit. That suit. That, 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 uh, that blazer. And apparently... Uh, and, and he just flipped it across his It's like at a press conference. He's just like... Just like, like but did you see him cool. also? Did you see him also? They, I think a ball came over and then he like he, he oh, controlled yes. it on the back yes. of his foot. I was like, yes. oh, this guy, he's wearing this suit and he's controlling the ball, catching it from the sky there. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> the man's too Guys, slick. Keep an eye on Pumalani's predictions here for Superbury so we know what, where he's at and how we can try and catch him. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is he winning Next at day. the moment? Oh, he's doing all right. Selo, Selo has actually had a good one, had a good round this round. Eh, Selo? That's why no, you're was, getting loud. You yes, found your nah, nah, yesterday was poor. Yesterday was poor. I missed, I missed, like, one, I missed I four games. Ah, damn, Nick. Coach, uh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. Wales versus Denmark. Ooh. Oof, this is tough. 
I think I think it's going to be in, in regulation time. It's going to be a draw, um, and um, I think that Den- Denmark will nick it in extra time. Um, I, I just yeah, I just have a feeling um, that Denmark will nick it in extra time. I. Wong is looking for all the. <laughs> yeah, he's looking, for his, he's looking to... for his notes. Just copy what Cello said. Go <laughs> 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 stick to original I, formula. <laughs> I think I think Wales. I think Wales will take it one 0 no. I think Wales will take it one 0 no. Gareth Baleful top bins there from Wonga. Nick, I think it's going to be a draw. I think it's going to. The thing there's going to be goals, two two, and then I think Gareth Bale will score the winning penalty. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going with one 0 victory to Denmark, just because I think they've got the momentum. They've got the. They've got, they've got the the good vibe going. I think the Walsh are taking the piss too too much, and I think the Danish <laughs> wanted more. To be honest, I just want to see. I just want to see more team photos that are outrageously funny. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna do that. Uh, two, seven, one, eight. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Uh, right, Netherlands, Czech Republic, Wonga, your yes. side. Will you still have a side in this tournament after this? That's the of question. Of yeah, I say, I say, I say, I say, two one to the to the Netherlands. Yeah, I, I say three one to Netherlands. Ooh. Guys, I think Czech Republic is going to win this two one. I just have mm. a feeling. I don't see. Mm. I think Netherlands are shaky. I think that coach they have also. Yes. I think that I think they, I think they also guys they had a, the last ah, you see Arjun agrees with me. I think I just think they had a I'm not going to say an easy group, but I don't think their group was as challenging as it would like it would have been um, if they were in another group. And I think Czech Republic made it difficult against every team they've played this tournament. They they drew to um, Croatia. They beat Scotland and. Uh, they they lost one 0 to England at Wembley. Like that's not any shame, and they're not playing in Amsterdam, so there'll be Czech fans in Budapest. Yeah, man, I'm with you. Yeah. I think they've got a they've look. Ginny van Holden's also scored three goals, so that there's I think there are going to be some goals here, but I think it's going to be a one goal difference in the end, as these sort of knockout games tend to be a lot tighter. There's a lot more on the line, but I think it's going to be a three-two victory to the Czech Republic. And also, like Arjun oh. says, the ball is shit. And oh, look, Pumalani, Pumalani also saying, check hey. one nil. So I mean, there's three of us. Oh, okay. Yeah, Wanga, your team is going, boy. Uh, <laughs> we in? Are we, are we going? We going? We'll definitely go further than this. All right, sorry, so there's the big one: Belgium versus Portugal. Sorry, your road ends here, brother. Sorry, man. Hey, sorry. Two, uh, two one to Belgium. Sorry, brother. I like that. I like the fact that you say that because I know for a fact that the Portuguese do better when they're underdogs. So keep it going, Wonga. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Yeah, just keeping that in mind, what Claudio said, um, <laughs> because of what, what, especially what's happened in. Keep in it the in mind, what Claudio team. said. <laughs> um, the wise words of Wonga. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Wonga. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. No, nah, but I think that was stalling. I just, uh, yeah, it's it's not easy because you know, like again, Portugal came third. They did the same thing in the in the last Euro, but uh, again, they've conceded so many goals, but they've played good teams, and now they're playing another good team. I think Belgium know that they can get the goals in here. Yeah. 
Um, the question is, will they keep a clean sheet? Um, so I will give it uh, a two, 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 one to, to Belgium. <laughs> Poblani is saying, saying big bums is out. That guy can't stay fit, bro. It's actually good. It's actually good if he doesn't play. Guys, yeah. I... I see. So wait, Claudia, what did you say? Wait, sorry, I, Nick, said I didn't hear. One, I said Belgium. Two oh, one to Belgium. Yeah. Uh, this man smoking. You know yeah. that cap is clearly stopping the blood circulation to your head. Let's let's go, Nick. <laughs> I think, and it starts. It actually worries me a little bit, but I do think Portugal. I think Portugal will have the better of of Belgium. I think they will psychologically have the edge. Not necessarily the best team on the field, but I think they will be they'll be up for it. I think this is this is when Portugal's tournaments generally start is now. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I think it's gonna be ugly. You might even get a penalty that's not a penalty. Like it's gonna be controversial opening, but you'll end up the winning. opening goal yeah. is gonna be another Ronaldo penalty. That's what it's yeah. gonna be. Yeah. Penaldo. Pen- um, but I do yeah, think uh, I think I think there'll be a red card somewhere because I think like a Belgian uh, a player from Belgium will get frustrated, and then yeah I think you'll win two one. That's actually that's another valid point. Is when it comes to those sort of mind games, we've got Pepe, we've got Ronaldo. These guys know what to be doing. The Portuguese know how to get under the skin of other sides. And I, I don't, don't necessarily Belgium... like it, Claudio. But I'm just saying it's going to happen. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but I'm saying <laughs> well, it's a good thing for viewers. But it's, it's definitely a psychological part of the game that can affect. Claudio only likes it when Portugal does it. When Liverpool does it, he doesn't like it because he's like because they're a family club, bro. Family club. It's what I Family club. Is Portugal a family nation? It's not. We are family nation. What's wrong with you, man? But I will say this. I will say this. As Portuguese, we do what it. You know, Suarez esque. We do what it takes to win. That, that's what you got to do. So I'm gonna go with a. Th- I don't know if it's what gonna be a one goal say three. difference. You were gonna, I was gonna say, say three. three. I was I'm gonna, gonna say three. three. Screw it. I'm gonna say three one Portugal. Let's do this. Ronaldo's gonna keep the golden boot. It's, it's coming. That the golden boot's coming home, boy. That's what it's doing. All right, guys. If Portugal Croatia gets to a final and he goes off injured again, do you think he cries again at the age of 34? Yes, do. He's actually that, 36. 36. Should we, should, I'd love to put money on that. Would there be odds for that? That would be incredible. We should speak to the bookies now. Right? <laughs> 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 All right, Croatia, yeah. Spain. Guys, I know who I'm backing here. Silo, you, you, who you, are you going for? You remember what I said uh, when uh, I said initially, uh, this goes to penalties. Um, it's going to be a draw, and I'm going to go to penalties. Um, I'm trying to think of who's Croatia's keeper. I don't even know his name. And then Unai Simon. Yeah, I think Spain don't know how to take penalties, so Croatia's going to win on penalties. I, I say 1-0 to Croatia full-time. Mm. Yeah. I think there's going to be goals. I think Croatia 3-2. 3-2. Mm, I think Croatia going to win this. Uh, I think it's going to be 2-0 Croatia. That's it. It's going to be... Oh, look. Pumalani agrees. 2-0 as well. Super Brew. We're going to be getting points there, Pums. That's what I think. Okay. Uh, France, Switzerland. The French are taking on the other French-speaking peoples. Uh, let's hear it. What's going to go on? Yeah. Pogba going to do the thing because he's got Kante yeah. behind him. Yeah. 2-0, 2-0 to France. Um, yeah. They're going to... They're going to... They've got a couple of injuries left back, but yeah, I think they're going to do it. Uh, Benzema's got some goals in them. 
Um, uh, Mbappe hasn't scored yet, uh, but uh, two 0 to France. Arjuna, Arjuna, three 0 yeah. oh. to France. Yo, I, think they can concede. <laughs> I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna concede. I think three one, France. I think this might be, this might be an an upset. Yeah. <laughs> when I when I say upset, I mean France is still gonna win, but I think it's not gonna be as easy as what we are saying here. I think the the Swiss are gonna make it a bit difficult, and it's gonna be like a one 0 victory right at the end for France. They're gonna make them work hard for it. In my mind. Uh, but the other big game of this this round, the one that Nick is somewhat at odds with, even though he isn't, England versus Germany. Germany. I mean, his side here is Germany, but he's an English fan. So, Silo, what's gonna play play it out for Nick? How's this gonna play out here? Jose, England don't, doesn't have a manager that inspires. Um, yeah. And that is the problem for me. The, the manager doesn't inspire me. Um, and because <laughs> of that... Him low is with his he's fingers fi- he's, he inspires me because his fingers go somewhere and he just goes... Yeah. Uh, but, it's on a high. But, uh, <laughs> his but, fingers but, point him in the right direction. <laughs> but but Germany, have a, Germany have a couple of World Cup winners in their team, um, some Champions League winners, um, serial winners. Um, so just because of that, I feel that Germany will win this game. Um, it'll be game, it'll be goals in it. Let's 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 give it two one to to Germany. Mm. Yeah, I think Germany are gonna come, and I think Sky Southgate will know that. Um, I just wish you would also try and meet them um, halfway. But again, like Jason said, he's playing not to lose, and I sort of agree with that. Uh, but Germany are gonna are gonna from the whistle. They're gonna try and score in the first five minutes. Is Wembley uh, going to be full? How many fans can come in? Another, se- another semi-finals and finals is going to be 60,000. I think it might yeah. be 40,000 for the next one. It's yeah. going to be full of, full of English fans. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, 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 I just don't see England taking this. They're going to be very cautious. <laughs> uh, but Germany are going to want this more, I think. Where's where's, where's, think- where's- Where's our so other th- English person in this, in this, in this, in the, on this show who watches from from America? Uh, Dia, is she exactly. going to say? Where is she? Where is she? She's supposed no, to say no, five no, I, to England. I, I'm reading what Pums is saying. This is payback for 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 the the scandalous Guys, loss that they, that happened you, against. Uh, oh yeah, I remember that. You know, I watched that game live. I was in that stadium in Bloemfontein, and I'll never oh, forget. Yeah. I'll Did never you see forget. It go over the line. I was on the like, other end. I was on the other end, but I'll never forget seeing Gareth Barry chasing. I can't like remember which okay. player, but Gareth Barry trying to chase an oak down the line. I couldn't believe a player, a professional player, had an ass that big trying to play. He's playing international football. Talk about big bums, bums. I'll never forget that. I was like, this oak was just chasing shadows that day. And I actually met Harry Redknapp straight after that by chance. There's yeah. this there's deer right on time. It's coming home. <laughs> it's coming home. <laughs> now I think uh, nah. I see I see a two 0 win for England. I think um, I think they've got enough quality to 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 break the the German Germans down. Um, and what gives me hope is England are not conceding. So maybe I'm 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 going with my heart here. But I think I think England will win, and two 0 <laughs> is on my mind. 
I love that. Rashford, <laughs> Rashford, the food guy. Uh, he's not playing hungry, so he won't score three goals. <laughs> uh, guys, uh, I think this is going to be a tricky one. I don't, I don't think we're going to see goals, largely because England don't score goals, or at least not in this tournament. And I think Germany are all over the place, so both teams are going to try and do what they can do and keep tight at the back and go no-no all the way to pen. Penalties. That's I say all the way to pen, to one pen, maybe four pens, think, blue pens, black pens, is it, yeah, is it, uh, red is pens. It, I think Pickford, Pick, Pickford is not too bad in penalties, I think. Eh? Well, England won their last penalty yeah. shootout, and they hadn't won one since, I think, the 80s. And okay, uh, yeah. Southgate was the one who, it was synonymous, because the last time, well, the first time they had lost in that run of losses and penalties was him actually taking the penalty yeah, against Germany in uh, in Wembley. So um, it, it would be slightly awkward if they go to penalties. I think <laughs> Gareth Southgate will have, will have like live nightmares while he's watching it. So. And I think he's going to. And I, don't think the, I think the Germans – so I'm going to say Germans to win on penalties. That's kind of where I'm getting at. I said Portugal will win. Uh, bro, I'm, I'm giving you my opinion. I'm not saying it's because I'm nice to you. I mean, I like you, Nick, but I'm just telling you what I think is going to happen. Also, so think, shout out uh, to shout out to Dirty Purple for joining us today. Well done. I do. Dirty I do Purple. think Belgium will get the win uh, after all of this. I think a three-one win for Belgium. <laughs> the man, the man just switched his, switched his verdict there. Uh, okay, guys. Last game. Last game. We're talking is Sweden versus uh, Ukraine. Let's hear it. This is my other side, Sweden, guys. So be nice, Nick. Now you can be nice, and I'll repay <laughs> the favor. Yeah, hey. <laughs> man, listen, hey, I, I expected better from Ukraine in this tournament, uh, just because I'd watched some of their games uh, uh, before the tournament in the U- what's this UEFA Cham- UEFA Nations League. Uh, but I think Sweden's going to win this one. Um, they're going to win it two-one. Um, Forsberg is going to score another goal, uh, and Isak is going to score a goal as well. So yeah. Um, two one two to to Sweden. Yeah, I yeah I say one 0 to Sweden. Uh, but however it goes, I think Sweden will take it for sure. Hmm. Yeah, I think Sweden are a very hard team to break down. They've got a very pragmatic style of football. They've got big, strong Vikings playing for them. Um, so I, I also I think they're going to win two 0 Hey, yeah, Louis. Hey, Louis, what's, what's, what's happening, Louis? Uh, number one in Super <laughs> Brew, eh? Uh, but I'm coming for you, Louis. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, man. <laughs> yeah. No, he's, he's doing all right. I think, uh, Louis, I don't know what kind of stats you're reading every day, but uh, it's, it's, it's helping you out there. Um, but yeah, 1-0, 1-0 Sweden. And on that note, guys, final thoughts before we go. Come on, England. Come on, England. It's coming home. It's <laughs> Keep coming. singing. Wait. Come on, sing like you believe it. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't buy this. No, but I'm waiting for other guys to uh, say something. Gee, I better want to say it. You own, you own it. Come on now. And also, Arjun, why are you saying we put the link of we put Superbrew's link in the but the other show? Go check the link. Go see what Superbrew. It's it's a score predictor. Go check it out. And uh, actually, Louis got us on the strip. So no surprise that he's doing well because he convinced us to start the league and now he's winning it. So well done, Louis. Well done. Ah. Uh, so those are my final thoughts. Silo, what do you want to say there? Match fixing. Match fixing. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I thought I was going to get... 
I thought I was gonna think you're gonna get the song of it's coming home, man. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> Just just watch the England game against Germany and then you'll you'll hear it. Ah oh, damn, I said I was gonna say it's, I was gonna say uh, Arjun, it's too late to join now, but there was a predictor. Um Aman and Dia are both on it. Uh but Arjun and Dia, um and everyone else who hasn't joined our Discord channel, uh please join our Discord channel. There's there's lots of bands in there, uh, lots of fun. Um, you know, we're trying to grow the community. Um, so that when you're watching the games, we can watch. We're basically watching the games together, um, yes. and it's just a it's an extension of the show. So, Claudia, where, where, where are they going to find the link? The bottom in the comments. No, not in the comments. In the in the bio. So if you go underneath, in the, yeah. in the bio, you'll find the link to to the Discord channel. Uh, I'm probably the most active person in the Discord channel, um, talking nonsense and everything. Um, well, yeah, you so, know yeah. that's that's not correct, Silo. I know you think you're the most active, but there's actually in Discord it keeps track of your levels. I so know. when you are active, yeah, yeah, and I think I'm on the highest level. I think I'm on eleven, like level eleven. So you yeah, stuck to the channel. Pitching. Obviously, you have to be the highest. <laughs> no, 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 no. If you want to claim the title, you need to be, you need to be up there. You need to be up there. Come on now. What level are you at? I think I'm on level level 11. And you know what? We're going to change it. We're going to change those levels to actual footballer names. So when you join our community, you're going to start off an amateur. And the more you engage with the community, you'll, you can work your way up to become a professional footballer. That's, that's how we're going to do it in our okay, community. Okay, yeah. I'm on, I'm on level 8. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit bad. I'm three yeah. You. <laughs> coming, yeah. It's not yeah, coming up. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm coming. saying. It's not, it's, not coming. Coming. it's not coming home. It's not coming home. It's not coming home. It's not coming home. No. But yeah. No. Uh, great show as always, and uh, let's let's see who who makes it. And next week, we're going to be talking about the Copa America a little bit as well. Mm, Celo, just putting the agenda out there for everyone to know. Thank you, Celo. Yeah. Have Thank you spoken you. to admin about this? <laughs> I think anyway, we need to have a discussion. It's, it's my show. It's my show. It's my show. It's going to be called my show. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, um, on 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 three, you guys know how to end off the show. You ready? Yes. One, two, three. Stop, Stop it. it.